0: Good morning, let's begin our service by singing hymn number 51. Eternal mind the potter is, and thought the eternal clay. The hand that fashions is divine. His works pass not away. Man is the noblest work of God. His beauty, power, and grace immortal. Perfect as his mind reflected face to face. Hymn number 51 scriptural will be given by Nancy from New Jersey.
1: Psalm The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. The statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes the fear of the Lord is clean enduring forever the judgments of the Lord are true and righteous altogether unto thee O Lord do I lift up my soul O my God I trust in thee let me not be ashamed let not mine enemies triumph over me Remember, O Lord, thy tender mercies and thy lovingkindness, for they have been ever of old. Remember not the sins of my youth nor my transgressions. According to thy mercy, remember thou me for thy goodness sake, O Lord. What man is he that feareth the Lord? Him shall he teach in the way that he shall choose. His soul shall dwell at ease, and his seed shall inherit the earth. Oh, keep my soul and deliver me. Let me not be ashamed. For I put my trust in thee, and my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation.
0: Let's now have a moment of silent prayer and then repeat the Lord's Prayer with its spiritual interpretation as given in the Christian Science textbook Mother, Mother God, all harmonious. Hallowed be thy name, adorable one. Thy kingdom come, thy kingdom is come, thou art ever present.
2: Thy will be done in earth as it is.
0: Enable us to know, as in heaven, so on earth, God is omnipotent, supreme.
2: Give us this day our daily bread.
0: Give us grace for today. Feed the famished affections. And forgive us and love is reflected in love. And lead us not into temptation,
2: but deliver us from evil.
0: And God leadeth us not into temptation, but delivereth us from sin, disease, and death.
2: For thine is the kingdom and the power
0: and the glory forever. For God is infinite, all power, all life, truth, love, over all and all. Let's now sing hymn number 382. What is thy birthright man, child of the perfect one? What is thy father's plan for his beloved son? Hymn number 382. Welcome to the Sunday morning service of the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. We begin every Sunday morning here at 10 a.m. with our roundtable discussion, and we had another really good one this morning. So if you missed it, please catch it on our website, plainfieldcs.com, and you will also be able to find it on our YouTube channel. We have a Sunday school for children that meets every Sunday at 11 a.m. And that Sunday school has a teleconference number of its own. So if you don't live in the area and have a child of Sunday school age, they can still attend by dialing the number and joining in the Sunday school. We have a testimony meeting every Wednesday evening at 8.15 15. Where you can hear testimonies of healings and lives saved through the study and practice of Christian science. And we have a nursery available for infants and toddlers. So they're all welcome. And we're going to have another Bible study this coming Saturday, February 20. That'll take place at 10 a.m., as usual. So, check the website for the study questions.
2: <clears throat>
0: and please join us this coming Saturday, at 10 a.m., for a really good Bible study session. And on our website, there's an article I'd like to point out that um, should be very important for a lot of people. It's entitled Making the Port by Reverend Kratzer. So for anybody who's facing difficulty, getting where they think they need to be, this was a really good article. I recommend it highly. Making the Port by Reverend Kratzer. And we've been busy printing still again and mailing the March full-text Lesson Sermon Booklet has been printed and mailed this week to subscribers, so you all should get it well before you need it for next month. Everyone is welcome here, and that includes all of you who are listening and participating from around the world. And now we will have the reading of a testimony from Miscellaneous Writings which attests to the healing power obtained by studying the Christian Science Textbook. And that reading will be given this morning by Betty from California.
3: I will read from page 435. Reverend Mary B. G. Eddy. My dear leader, I will try to tell you how I was led to Christian science. Heretofore, I have not tried to lead a Christian life, but have always firmly believed that if one truly desired and needed help, he would get it from God by asking for it. I suffered, as I think, but very few have, for 14 years, yet I did not think it sufficient to warrant me in asking God to help me, until I gave up all hope elsewhere, and this occurred in the spring of 1891. I then thought that the time had come to commit myself to God. Being at home alone, after going to bed, I prayed God to deliver me from my torment, this sentence being the substance of my prayer. What shall I do to be saved? I repeated that sentence, I suppose, until I fell asleep. About 12 o'clock at night, I saw a vision in the form of a man with wings, standing at the foot of my bed. Wings partly spread, one arm hanging loosely at his side, and one extended above his head. At the same time, there was a bright light shining in my room which made all objects shine like fire. I knew where I was and was not afraid. The vision, for such it was, after looking directly at me for some time, spoke this one sentence and then disappeared. Do right and thou shalt be saved. I immediately tried to live according to that precept and found relief in proportion to my understanding. I soon after learned of Christian science. One of my brothers in Kansas, having been healed by it, persuaded me to buy science and health with key to the scriptures, wherein I learned that the above precept was the key to Christian science, that it is Christian science to do right and that nothing short of right living has any claim to the name. I have been learning my way in Christian science about one year and have been successful in healing. I have all of your books and am a subscriber for the journal and quarterly Bible lessons. Some of the cases I have treated have yielded almost instantly. I am a stranger to you, but I have told you the truth, just as it occurred. Yours in truth, Sam Schroyer, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma.
0: The lesson sermon for this morning can be found on page 14 of the Independent Christian Science Quarterly. Subject Soul. The golden text, Proverbs. The merciful man doeth good to his own soul. The responsive reading is from Psalms. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want.
2: He made me to lie down in anger. He
0: leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of
2: death, I will fear no
0: evil, for Thou art with me, Thy rod and Thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies, Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow
2: me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever.
0: Elizabeth from Georgia will now read.
4: The Bible. Psalms, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgiveth all thine iniquities, who healeth all thy diseases, who redeemeth thy life from destruction, who crowneth thee with loving kindness and tender mercies. Deuteronomy Moses spake unto the children of Israel, according unto all in commandment unto them. And it shall come to pass, if ye shall hearken diligently unto my commandments, which I command you this day, to love the Lord your God and to serve Him with all your heart and with all your soul, that I will give you the rain of your land in His due season, the first rain and the latter rain, that thou mayest gather in thy corn and thy wine and thine oil. And I will send grass in thy fields for thy cattle that thou mayest eat and be full. Take heed to yourselves, that your heart be not deceived, and ye turn aside, and serve other gods, and worship them. And then the Lord's wrath be kindled against you, and he shut up the heaven, that there be no rain, and that the land yield not her fruit, and lest ye perish quickly from off the good land which the Lord giveth you. Therefore shall ye lay up these my words in your heart and in your soul, and bind them for a sign upon your hand, that they may be as frontlets between your eyes. And ye shall teach them, your children, Speaking of them, when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up, and thou shalt write them upon the doorposts of thine house, and upon thy gates, that your days may be multiplied, and the days of your children in the land which the Lord sware unto your fathers to give them, as the days of heaven upon the earth. Isaiah Yea, in the way of thy judgments, O Lord, have we waited for thee. The desire of our soul is to thy name, and to the remembrance of thee. With my soul have I desired thee in the night. Yea, with my spirit within me will I see thee early. For when thy judgments are in the earth, the inhabitants of the world will learn righteousness. First Chronicles David said to Solomon, My son, As for me, it was in my mind to build an house unto the name of the Lord my God. But the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Thou hast shed blood abundantly, and hast made great wars. Thou shalt not build an house unto my name, because thou hast shed much blood upon the earth in my sight. Behold, A son shall be born to thee, who shall be a man of rest, and I will give him rest from all his enemies round about, for his name shall be Solomon, and I will give peace and quietness unto Israel in his days. He shall build an house for my name, and he shall be my son, and I will be his father, and I will establish the throne of his kingdom over Israel forever. Now, my son, the Lord be with thee, and prosper thou, and build the house of the Lord thy God as he hath said of thee. Only the Lord give thee wisdom and understanding, and give thee charge concerning Israel that thou mayest keep the law of the Lord thy God. David also commanded all the princes of Israel to help Solomon his son, saying, Is not the Lord your God with you? And hath he not given you rest on every side? For he hath given the inhabitants of the land into mine hand, and the land is subdued before the Lord and before his people. Now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise therefore and build ye the sanctuary of the Lord God to bring the ark of the covenant of the Lord and the holy vessels of God into the house that is to be built to the name of the Lord. Mark one of the scribes asked, Which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. And thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind, and with all thy strength, This is the first commandment. And the second is like, namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And the scribe said unto him, Well, Master, thou hast said the truth, for there is one God, and there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the soul and with all the strength and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. And when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, Thou art not far from the kingdom of God. Isaiah I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he hath clothed me with the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decketh himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorneth herself with her jewels, for as the earth bringeth forth her bud, and as the garden causeth the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations.
0: I will read correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook. Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy To reach heaven, the harmony of being, we must understand the divine principle of being. Heaven Harmony The reign of spirit Government by divine principle Spirituality Bliss the Atmosphere of Soul Soul, or spirit, is God, unchangeable and eternal, and man coexists with and reflects soul, God, for man is God's image. Soul is the substance, life, and intelligence of man which is individualized, but not in matter. Soul can never reflect anything inferior to spirit. Man is the expression of soul. The Indians caught some glimpses of the underlying reality when they called a certain beautiful lake the smile of the Great Spirit. We cannot deny that life is self-sustained, and we should never deny the everlasting harmony of soul, simply because to the mortal senses there is seeming discord. It is our ignorance of God, the divine principle, which produces apparent discord. And the right understanding of Him restores harmony. Truth will at length compel us all to exchange the pleasures and pains of sense for the joys of soul. Soul is immortal because it is spirit which has no element of self-destruction. Is man lost spiritually? No, he can only lose a sense material. All sin is of the flesh. It cannot be spiritual. Sin exists here or hereafter only so long as the illusion of mind in matter remains. It is a sense of sin and not a sinful soul which is lost evil is destroyed by the sense of good. Through false estimates of soul as dwelling in sense and of mind as dwelling in matter, belief strays into a sense of temporary loss or absence of soul, spiritual truth. This state of error is the mortal dream of life and substance as existent in matter, and is directly opposite to the immortal reality of being. So long as we believe that soul can sin, or that immortal soul is in mortal body, we can never understand the science of being. When humanity does understand this science, it will become the law of life to man, even the higher law of soul, which prevails over material sense through harmony and immortality. Life is the law of soul, even the law of the spirit of truth. And soul is never without its representative. Man's individual being can no more die nor disappear in unconsciousness than can soul, for both are immortal. The divine mind is the soul of man and gives man dominion over all things. Man was not created from a material basis, nor bidden to obey material laws which spirit never made. His province is in spiritual statutes, in the higher law of mind. Harmonious and immortal man has existed forever. And is always beyond and above the mortal illusion of any life, substance, and intelligence as existent in matter. This statement is based on fact, not fable. The science of being reveals man as perfect, even as the Father is perfect, because the soul or mind, of the spiritual man is God, the divine principle of all being, and because this real man is governed by soul instead of sense, by the law of spirit, not by the so-called laws of matter. When understanding changes the standpoints of life and intelligence, From a material to a spiritual basis, we shall gain the reality of life, the control of soul over sense, and we shall perceive Christianity or truth in its divine principle. This must be the climax before harmonious and immortal man is obtained and his capabilities revealed. It is highly important, in view of the immense work to be accomplished before this recognition of divine science can come, to turn our thoughts toward divine principle, that finite belief may be prepared to relinquish its error. An ill-attuned ear calls discord harmony, not appreciating concord. So, physical sense, not discerning the true happiness of being, places it on a false basis. Science will correct the discord and teach us life's sweeter harmonies. Soul has infinite resources with which to bless mankind, and happiness would be more readily attained and would be more secure in our keeping if sought in soul. Higher enjoyments alone can satisfy the cravings of immortal man. We cannot circumscribe happiness within the limits of personal sense. The senses confer no real enjoyment. The good in human affections must have ascendancy over the evil and the spiritual over the animal, or happiness will never be won. The attainment of this celestial condition would improve our progeny, diminish crime and give higher aims to ambition. Every valley of sin must be exalted, and every mountain of selfishness be brought low, that the highway of our God may be prepared in science. Knowing that soul and its attributes were forever manifested through man, the Master healed the sick. Gave sight to the blind, hearing to the deaf, feet to the lame. Thus bringing to light the scientific action of the divine mind on human minds and bodies, and giving a better understanding of soul and salvation. Dost thou love the Lord thy God? with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, and with all thy mind. This command includes much, even the surrender of all merely material sensation, affection, and worship. This is the Eldorado of Christianity. It involves the science of life. And recognizes only the divine control of spirit, in which soul is our master, and material sense and human will have no place. Man is harmonious when governed by soul. We will now have a moment of silent prayer for our world. Let's now sing hymn number 304. The words of this hymn are by Mary Baker Eddy. Shepherd, show me how to go o'er the hillside steep, how to gather, how to sow, how to feed thy sheep. I will listen for thy voice, lest my footsteps stray. I will follow and rejoice all the rugged way. Hymn number 304. you now sing <clears throat> hymn number 48, Dear Father, Mother, Thou dost grant all good and perfect gifts to me, Tis mine to raise this beacon here, Obedience unto Thee. Hymn number 48.
5: Christian Science Textbook, The Scientific Statement of Being, and the Correlative Passages from 1 John, 3rd Chapter. There is no life, truth, intelligence, nor substance in matter. All is infinite mind and its infinite manifestation, for God is all in all. Spirit is immortal truth. Matter is mortal error. Spirit is the real and eternal. Matter is the unreal and temporal. Spirit is God, and man is his image and likeness. Therefore man is not material, he is spiritual. Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. Beloved, Now are we the sons of God, and it doth not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him, purifieth himself, even as he is pure. Hebrews. And no man taketh this honor upon himself, but he that is called of God, as was Aaron. All of us. Amen.